Welcome to the Michael Zurich Podcast. We are podcasting from Blossom Valley Detailing, a veteran-owned small business located in East County, San Diego, California. This podcast is an open forum, open topic platform. We'll talk about anything other than politics. So sit back, get comfortable, and get ready for anything because you never know what might come out of his mouth. Hey, welcome to the Michael Zurich Podcast. That's right, it's another podcast broadcasting here from the shop at Blossom Valley Detailing. Remember, our one and only sponsor, Blossom Valley Detailing. Blossom Valley Detailing is here for your one-stop, full-detailed needs. Whether you need a maintenance wash, quick wash, ceramic coating, paint correction, and now offering window film application, headlight restoration, come on down to Blossom Valley Detailing and we will take care of you. So... We have a guest, as usual, and today's guest is Lynn Meyer. Lynn, thank you for joining us today. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. So, Lynn, just so you have a little bit of background before we get into her, because we're going to ask all kinds of questions. Lynn is the CEO, is that the correct term? CEO of the Alpine uh, Chamber of Commerce, which uh, I am a member of and also on the board of directors. Uh, we love the we love the Chamber of Commerce because they do a lot for small businesses and they've done a lot for Blossom Valley Detailing. So just to jump right into it, Lynn, once again, welcome. Thank you for coming. Uh, I know that it's a, a big deal to stop by and do these podcasts, and I appreciate people that do them. So I'm going to ask you the first question because it's just what I'm going to do. So the first question is, you get to talk about yourself. This is the beauty of this. You can talk about as much of yourself as you want, a little bit about. Tell us a little bit about Lynn Meyer. Who oh. is Lynn Meyer? What is she, where does she come from? What's her background? All right. Uh, so I was born in New York and moved out to San Diego when I was five. Uh, grew up here, went to school here. Um, graduated from Granite Hills High School. Got my bachelor's degree from San Diego State University. Uh, got my master's and my teaching credential from Azusa Pacific University and uh, was a teacher and now am the president and CEO of the chamber. What did you teach? I taught elementary school. Where? Uh, in a private school in Ramona and then in Cajon Valley Union School District. Really? Yeah. How many years did you teach? Um, 14 years. That's a long time. It is. It is. Private COVID kind of threw a wrench in everything. So, uh, um, is that when you? Hung it was up? a shift. Yeah, they laid off a number of people, and unfortunately, I was one of a number of them. So it was like, okay, what am I going to do? And um, I got approached from two friends who one who I've been friends with for over 25 years and then one I'm also in Kiwanis and on the board of directors there and they approached me and asked me if I would consider taking on the responsibility of the president and CEO of the Alpine Chamber of Commerce. The chamber had been closed for almost two years for because of COVID and we were they were looking to reopen and so I stepped in and Got things moving on that, and um, we're up and running now and go doing well, helping businesses and uh, community organizations and that sort of thing to help them grow and to hopefully be more successful. We all appreciate that. I screwed that up. See, I forgot to turn the video on. We are videoing, but you won't have a video in the very far, very first part of this podcast because Michael is slow and forgets all this stuff. So it's going to take a little bit of uh, editing to figure that one out. So the Chamber of Commerce. So 
for people, for the four people that are listening that aren't familiar with the Chamber of Commerce, tell us, because I'll tell you what, before, and we all know that my business experience is little to none. Um, as I've always said, my background is engineering, not business. So I look at business <clears throat> probably a little bit different than most people do because every day is a learning day. Today is a learning day. Um, and I don't have really have a clue to know what I'm doing. And all I knew is when I very first went to my first school back in November of 21, uh, Nick Vacco, the gentleman that taught that school, was like, oh, you need to join the Chamber of Commerce. Okay, words not meant nothing to me. Uh, so I came back and I joined East County. Right. Why I joined East County? Not a clue. It just I probably popped up first when I searched Chamber of Commerce and I joined them. Great organization, but I mean, I stayed two years and I may rejoin again, but I didn't renew this year because right now they're a little big for me. Um, so I stuck with Alpine and Lakeside, which I, of course, will stick with them, and then maybe I'll get back into East County. But for people that aren't familiar with that, what what is it that the chamber, not just Alpine, kind of as a as a overall, what does the chamber offer to businesses? And I know it's not we're here to do everything for you, but the give and take. What what is it that they help them do? So uh, let me just talk a little bit about what a Chamber of Commerce is. A Chamber of Commerce is a 501c6 organization. We're a nonprofit organization. Um, and our goal is to help. Well, let me go back. So membership, it's a membership-based organization for businesses. And it can be small, large. It can be uh, for-profit, non-profits, churches, uh, any type can of Can individuals join? Yes, individuals can also join. And obviously they don't have a business, but a lot of individuals maybe have retired from their business and they want to give back to other business owners, especially new business owners. So that's always a great opportunity. Um, but a, a Chamber of Commerce, we're here to help you as a business owner to grow your business. Um, we do it in a number of ways. We do it, I call it the CAPS program. We connect advocate for, promote, and support you. Um, and that means that we're partnering with you to help your business. And sometimes it's an established business that knows what they're doing, and they might just need a little bit of advertising. And sometimes it's a brand new business that's opening up, and they need a lot of guidance. Um, we have one business that the owners were ready to retire so they were just gonna it was a restaurant they were gonna shut their restaurant down and one of the servers said no we can't do this we've been here forever and they're like well we're not gonna continue and she said i want to buy your business and so she did and she had no idea what running a business and owning a business entailed and so we met and talked a lot about things she immediately joined but what i in addition to helping her with connection getting connections for do you have an accountant? Do you have business cards? Who prints your menus? That type of stuff. But she needed the ins and outs of being a business owner. And so what we did is bring in a retired business owner who was part of the chamber. And he mentored her and so that she knew what was going to be happening on a day-to-day -day basis from nice. everything, you know, from accounting and taxes to the utilities to all, all different types of things. And so, and their business is doing very well to where they're looking for another location to have a second location. So 
not only do we assist you, but we connect you with others that can assist you. Um, members of the Chamber of Commerces are really great about supporting other members and referring other members, that sort of thing. A lot of times we'll connect to different business owners because they both have a need and they can fill the need that each other has or they can partner together on certain things. So there's a lot that Chamber of Commerces can do to help. And it's a matter of give the Chamber of Commerce a call and say, hey, what can you do for me? Check out their website, that sort of thing. And then when you meet, bring a list of things that you're looking for and see how they respond to if they can help you. One thing that's important to know is that you can be part of more than one chamber. As Michael said, he is part of he was part of three, now he's part of two. But you can be part of as many chambers as your business serves. Um, and so for some people, especially in San Diego, it, it they they're part of like ten or twelve chambers because they provide goods and services to a variety of areas in the county. Never feel like you have to only be in one chamber. And if you have a chamber that says you could only be a member of our chamber, take a step back and say, hmm, and consider what your best approach would be for that. Yeah, that would be odd for a chamber just to say that they only want to be limited to one chamber. That's pretty dumb because everybody, the chamber makes out from other businesses being part of a business. I mean, I always talk about at the Lakeside Group, I talk about the Alpine Chamber, and the Alpine Chamber, I talk about the Lakeside Group, and even the East County Group. Um, and, I, and I agree, if the business, you know, as business grows, then whatever chamber you think um, can help you is what you should be part of. And for me, right now, it's just these two areas. Uh, I've never thought about the Santee Chamber, but if I had a lot of work in Santee, then I would consider it. Uh, but I would say the only drawback to belonging to a lot of chambers and it's not the monetary part of it because chambers are not free. This isn't a free organization. They have to be supported. Like Lynn said, they are a nonprofit. So the only way they make money is through grants and through membership fees. So if you're joining different um, chambers, you have to be able – I and I agree – any club or membership is this way. You shouldn't join just to join. That doesn't do anybody any good. If you're going to join, join to participate, join. And that doesn't mean you need to be the number one member, but you need to join and you need to go to ribbon cuttings. You need to go to socials. You need to go to events. And each chamber will have its own individual events. So it becomes a little bit of a, a job, I will say, to be able to support each chamber in a way that help support you and support them. And that's why I really didn't do anything or I, why I didn't renew with East County. Cause I never felt that I supported the membership there. Um, I never could make the socials. I never made any ribbon cuttings. I went to a couple of the breakfasts, but it just becomes too much right. because you're trying to schedule Oh shoot. I've got a breakfast here. I got a breakfast there. There's a social tonight. And it's like, shit, I'm not going to make any of them. Well, so, and you still have to run your business. And you, yeah, yeah, and exactly. Right. Uh, and I, for me, I don't, it's me and, and two employees and, and they're not, they're not doing this part of the business. That's me. Right. Um, I don't, I don't have a personal assistant to help me out with that stuff. Right. Uh, my wife will assist and go if I can't, but you know, that's not her job. So I do what I can do, but yeah, it becomes a little bit of a chore. So you have to be careful what you what you're doing there because you you want to make sure that you're supporting everybody and getting the support that you need. So right. and and it's and it, those members that are engaged find much more benefit 
Oh, networking. Being a network. Well, just not just even networking, but once other members get to know you, um, they're going to refer business to you. Um, there's going to be opportunities for sponsorships. Sponsorships are big. Um, True. And, you know, you get not only do you help, you know, you, you're a sponsor of an event or that sort of thing, but you, the name of your business and, and all that gets out there a lot. Like for our chamber, you're, it goes on our website, it goes on all our social media and our newsletters. We have a, um, an area right in the middle of town where we put the banners of all of our sponsors and that sort of thing. So it's a, there's a lot of different opportunities. One thing I would suggest that you ask if you're looking to join a chamber is ask them if they do joint chamber um, events. And maybe that's a mixer or a ribbon cutting or something like that. Because that is a great opportunity to um, meet other people in other areas, to get the word out about your business, and to network with people that you don't really network to get additional perspective and that sort of thing. So that's another question I would suggest that you ask. And that's always a good thing because um, like East County, they will partner with businesses and you'll get a, I will say for that, for, for their chamber at East County, if you, you know, their mixers draw a large amount of people because I don't have any members they have. What do they have? Like 600, 600. And they have what? 30 board members. You said, yes, they have 30. God almighty. That's 29. Yeah. That's a lot. That's a lot. Anyhow. So 600 people, you figure even if they get 10%, which I don't know if they do or don't, but I always figure 10%, that's 60 people. And if you, if you hook up with another Alpine or like Lakeside, that's another 20 or 25 people. So you're going to close to a hundred people at a event where you're not going to know everybody that walks in the door. So meet people. Uh, and that's the other thing. If you join a chamber, you can't be a wallflower. Sorry. You you have to. And as a business owner, I always assume everybody's a little ex, extroverted. Ex, how do you say it? Extroverted. Thank you. But not everyone is. No, they're not. I mean, you could be a business owner that sits in a, a mushroom cave all day and works <laughs> on a computer. I don't know. But you, you can't do that if you want business. Right. So if you're going to go out and do these socials, you need to go out and network and you need to have business cards or have an electronic business card or write your name on a napkin. I don't know what the hell you do, but you, you need to you need to be able to engage people and not just engage people, but you can't get stuck with one person because you're always going to have that one person, guy or gal that comes up to you and they're in, like you're out there to get your name out there and they're like, hey, my name's Billy Bob and I really <laughs> like what you do. Uh, uh, and then 20 minutes later, you're still talking to this guy and you know, you're not going to get any business from him. Nice enough guy, but you're just not getting nothing. You got to break away. You can't get stuck. You got to go see people. You got to get out there. You got to just chat, do your pitch, get your one minute pitch down. Um, and you're not trying to sell everybody, but you're at least there to talk about your company and let the other people talk about theirs. You can't be a one way Joe on this. So it's a two way street. So let them talk a little bit. You talk a little bit and then, you know, go get a beer and walk around the room. So the mixers are great, but it's a tool. So you have to make the best you can with that tool. Don't just go to eat barbecue and then leave. That doesn't do anybody any good. But, you know, go and go and, and talk to people. Get your name out there. Put some business cards out. And I'll be I'll admit sometimes I get a little um, I get a little uh, um, apprehensive and, and I'm not scared to talk to people. But um, I go to events and I'm tired. And I don't want to talk to people, but you have to talk to people. So it's just something you got to do. Um, and you just do the best you can with what you can do at the time. So, like, we have a mixer coming up when? Next week? No, uh, two on weeks. On the 
21st. 21st. Well, this podcast will be not advertised when that comes out. Sorry, I've got three others to get out. But anyhow, the mixers are nice, and this one's going to be at Franca's, um, which is the new new old Italian restaurant in Alpine um, on the main drag, which is Alpine Way. Alpine Boulevard. There we go. Anyhow, so that'll be a good mixer. I imagine that will draw quite a few people. Mm-hmm. Um, they're not closing the restaurant, no? They're just going to give no, us an area? No, yeah, they're going to give the us bar, an area. Probably the bar yes. area is yes. what I'm thinking, which is um, not that big. But so, whatever. Michael, let me throw a little more information out there. Um, Anytime. So, one, if you tend to be on that shy or reserved side and, and you have a bit of a challenge like talking me. with people, um, let the staff from your chamber know that you're you're reserved and that you would appreciate if they would introduce you to people. Oh, um, good idea. That is, that is a big thing. I always, whenever we have new members, I always take them around and introduce them to people. Um, another thing in, in regard to business cards and such, like Michael said, you always need to have a lot of business cards. As soon as you meet anyone and you shake their hand, hi, my name is Lynn Meyer with the Alpine Chamber of Commerce, I'm handing them a business card. And if they're not handing me one, I'm asking for one because you never know when you'll need that connection. No, whether you think you need it or exactly. not. Exactly. And and you can add them to your email list if you have email lists, this or that. Um like I said, and they may not need your goods or services, but they will know people that do. Family, friends, um, business associates, clients, anything like that. So that, all that is important. And so when you get stuck with a person that tends to want to dominate your time, chat for as long as it you feel is appropriate. And then I always say something like that. It was great chatting with you. I want to go talk to some other people, too. Um Thanks for the conversation. And just kind of move on. I'm not that smooth. I know. I, but um, but it's okay to do that. And um, and those people that try to dominate, it's very obvious to the staff and will kind of gear them towards other people. If I see somebody talking too long, I'll walk over and I'll say, oh, Michael, you know what? I'd like to introduce... Sorry to interrupt. Yeah, I'd Lynn's like to introduce you to... Lynn's a great um, party host. Some new people, some new members. And I'll kind of take them away because sometimes it is hard to get away from somebody that's trying to dominate your time. I'm not mentioning any names, but there's always one guy at Lakeside that comes up. Yes. Nice guy. Very nice guy. But he tends to want to dominate conversation and would have a conversation with one person. Yeah. Um, the entire mixer. Yeah. Yeah, so, exactly. So it's important. And, and you're not being rude by by saying, you know what, I'd like to chat with some other people. That's why you're there. So you want to you want to make sure you're you're not stuck in one conversation. And then another thing too is while there may be 20, 30, 40, 50, 60 people there, sometimes it's great to introduce yourselves to a lot of people. And I think if you're a new member, that's important. I said, but sometimes maybe you only have a good conversation with three or four people. But you make a connection. Um, exactly. That is okay, too. So every event is going to be different. And don't expect that if at one you only talk to three or four people, that that was not a success. It definitely can be a success because you end up beginning building a relationship. And you know what? Business is all about relationships. Yeah, and it's all about the uh, you're familiar with the people because you will find that there are a core group, and it doesn't matter what organization it is. There's always a core group of people that show up for each event. So you will feel more and more comfortable. 
And that's great with that core group of people, but then you need to branch out and go talk to people that maybe you haven't talked to. I know when I go to lakeside events, I'm not, of course, as comfortable. I do know a lot of people there, uh, but I go out and, you know, I've got to introduce myself to more people there uh, just because it's a bigger group of people every time they do something. So there's always new people to go talk to and get familiar with. And what the hell, it's interesting to learn other people's businesses. There may be industry that you have no clue about. Uh, whether you'll ever get service from them or not, uh, you can at least talk to them and learn a little bit about, you know, like me, marketing. Marketing's always my thing. I always wanted, I usually want to talk about that because I want to know newer businesses, especially older businesses, you know, you know, they don't have to worry about it as much because they're established. But newer businesses, you know, how, what are you doing? Well, you know, what are you spending your money on? That kind of stuff. So it gives you a chance to talk to people that you maybe not have come across because you don't know how to find these people to begin with where the chamber puts them together for you. So on the chamber aspect of it, as I mentioned, it's not free. So if you want to join the chamber, what does it cost you at a beginning level? And what does that level, what does, if I come to you, Lynn, and say, I want to join the, the Alpine chamber, what's that cost me? What's that get me? Okay, so we do a tiered level investment, um, which a lot of chambers are moving toward. It used to be all the chambers did. Your your membership investment each year was based on your number of employees. And that uh, that doesn't take into consideration what the business needs at all. So we have switched over to a tier level investment. And we have five tier levels. And they start at $365 $365 for the year, that's a dollar a day. Um, it may seem like a lot up front, especially for new businesses, but when you think about a dollar a day, it's really not that much. Um, no, when you talk about investment into businesses, it's not. No, no. And, and one of the things that businesses, and I know most business owners know, but if you're thinking about opening a business, you, you need to be willing to invest in your business, especially... You know, the first three to five years, most businesses aren't making money. Um, no. And that's just, that's a, that's a fact. You get lots of write-offs and everything like that on your taxes. But it takes a while to get out there and to where you are actually making money. So you have to pick and choose what are the best opportunities for me to spend my money on. Uh, so it, at, at the basic level, the, we don't call it a basic level, we call it an entrepreneur level. Um, it's $365 for the year. And with that, you get um, uh, total access to all that we offer. Um, Like I called it, CAPS. We connect you with businesses. We connect you with um, potential clients, that sort of thing. We connect you with other members. Uh, Advocate for, sometimes that's within the community. Sometimes that is going to elected officials and say, hey, I need your help with this. And we've had a number of situations where we've had to do that and get a hold of supervisors, uh, the county supervisor's office, and say, hey, here's the problem. They're trying to do the right thing. They're getting the runaround with one of the county offices. We need some help. And um, uh, that, that brings up a good point. Because if you know anything about local politics, which I knew nothing about before I joined the chamber, you will not have access to the the state and county offices really, unless you join some organization that deals with them in the chamber deals directly 
So with like any of the chambers here in East County, you're going to get, not that you have carte blanche and red carpet service there, but you at least will have an in with the state Senator Brian Jones. Um, Congressman Daryl Issa, of course, you're not going to meet the congressman. He's never going to show up to any events that, that we do, I doubt. I don't know. Never he's met. He's in him. Washington most of the yeah, time. Yeah, he's in Washington. Yeah. And, but and his staff does show yeah, up they to do. a lot of our events. And Senator Johnson's, is it Johnson? Did I say that right? It is Johnson. No. Senator Jones. Jones. We have Why do I say Johnson? Supervisor Anderson. Yeah, and Joel Anderson. We have um, Mary. Representative, uh, House of Representatives on the federal level, Daryl Issa, and we have State Assembly, Maury Waldron. Maury Waldron. Yeah. Yeah. So you'll never get access to those people unless you're through an organization like the Chamber, because they will always send an intern or somebody that works for A one Stanford. of the representatives to an event uh, where you can at least talk to them and get stuff brought back. Or get an email address of somebody you can follow up on, which, you know, you're not going to get that just from hanging out in the street corner. So there's that. (laughs) Well, and we have good relationships with all of our elected officials. They know when I reach out to them, it's it's a it's a significant issue. And so I don't I don't call them for everything. We try to handle a lot of the stuff um, locally. But when we need to get a hold of the elected officials, I do not hesitate to do that. And I believe that most chambers don't do that. They don't hesitate either because that's one area that, like Michael said, is a tough thing to get a connection with. So, yeah. And we, you may not talk to the, to the people, but we'll talk to them and get them doing it. And then they'll get back to me and I'll get back to you. But um, we've had a number of situations where that was the case. Um, we had a business who their uh, kitchen caught fire and burnt the entire interior of the um, the establishment. And so they they reached out to the sheriff's department because they had someone that could speak Spanish. And then the sheriff's department called me, and we got them connected with the permits department, because in San Diego County, it takes a long time to get a permit. Um, We're talking like a year, year and a half a lot of times. But we ended up with their, by reaching out to them, they got their permit to rebuild um, before they even got their insurance payout. Um, You know, that wasn't going to happen if they called them by themselves. And not tooting our horn, but because we have good relationships with elected officials, they're willing to jump on things right away. I mean, when I call the the offices, I'm normally getting a call back the next day saying, okay, this is who I talked to and this is what we're doing and that sort of thing. They don't kind of put it on the back burner. And that happens with chambers. So that's an important thing because you never know when you're going to need it. We had one business who was doing uh, an expansion and the, the code compliance officer was just nitpicking every single thing. And when the business would do what they want, then they would find other things. And they had requested to talk to that person's supervisor. The, the code compliance officer refused. And so we got involved. We called, and um, pretty soon they had a meeting. They switched out the code compliance officer, and the business has now got their expanded area, which is now a venue. Um, so, And we also do it for residents, too. We've had situations with residents. We had a one-woman call from one of the mobile home parks in our area saying that um, the mobile home park had changed their whole sewage drain system and it was backloading into her yard and Mm, they really didn't do anything except call somebody out to clean it out and so she called me I called the county talked to the mobile home um, 
department, for lack of a better term. And um, the same after I talked to her, the same day they got a hold of her, the next day they were out there, and within a week they had already contacted the owner and the changes were being made. So it's important to have that um, that person that chamber to advocate for you because you never know when you're going to need it. And it's not always involving the government. Can be involving other things too, but we're always happy to assist you in those type of things too. And chambers are good if you're moving into a town and you don't know anything. You know, you don't know what's what in a zoo. You can contact the chamber, and of course, there's always a list of businesses that are chamber members um, that you can get a hold of to take care of. You know, whether you need insurance, you know, new car detailing, whatever you need. You know, the chamber has a whole list on their website. Any chamber, not just Alpines. But you can go on there and find what you need and contact those people. And you know that it's, you know, it's not a better business bureau vetting, but you would hope that the business is in good standing by being a member of the chamber. Usually you're not a fly-by-night business if you belong to a chamber of commerce, but I'm sure in some areas that might be the case. I don't know. But, you know, you take that as an 80% rule that you're probably getting a good business when you contact the uh, contact the uh, chamber. Uh, and that reminds me. So Blossom Valley Detailing is now certified by the Better Business Bureau. Yes, I finally sucked it up. And and uh, in case you don't know, Better Business Bureau is not free. You pay for that. It's a monthly fee. Um, but they still have to cert you through what you do. Just because you pay doesn't mean you automatically get certed. They just called me yesterday and told me that uh, I have the BBB accred- accreditation now. Congratulations. That's important. It is. Now they need to send me the stuff so I can put it on the website, which he said he was going to send me yesterday, and I still haven't gotten it. Um, But, yeah, I can put that on there and and do that. So, yeah, there's all kinds of organizations that are there for businesses. And, of course, everybody's got their hand out, and that's the way it goes. So, like Lynn says, you have to decide what money you're going to spend where. And it's return on investment. Um, So anything that you can help accredit yourself to step away from the normal competitor. And in my business, it's very important because – Everybody and their mother wants to carry around five gallons of water and wash your damn car and call themselves a detailer. Uh, so anything you can do to separate yourself out from those businesses. And there's always people that are going to go with cheapest. doesn't matter if it's window washing, car washing, or insurance. Um, people are just cheap, and they'll go with the cheapest business, and they'll pay to do it twice. And even though they've probably learned that lesson before, they continue to learn it, and they never learn it. And they just keep paying twice to get what they want, and they'll be the ones that bitch and moan the most when the job is crappy. But that's the world we live in. So, Lynn, uh, I need to know. I need to know. (laughs) What is one thing or a few things that you really, really, I know you discuss a lot of things about the chamber, but what is something you really, 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 really like about the chamber? If you had to identify like one or two things. Uh, I love that we uh, partner with our businesses. We, We build relationships. Uh, in in almost everything in life, relationships are vital to success, and we and we do that. And I always tell the businesses, you put me on speed dial, and you call me with the good, the bad, and the ugly. We love to hear the good, but sometimes, but we need to hear when it's like, you know what, that doesn't work for me, or hey, I've got an idea for this or that. Um, and and our businesses have told us. When you say you're going to partner with us, you really do partner with us. Lynn always answers the phone, too. And if she doesn't, she calls me right back. Always. Lynn's my number one supporter when we do these things. I love it. Thank you, Lynn. You're welcome. Yeah, I call Lynn. She's like, hey, what's going on? And I can just tall and shoot the shit. Or I go up there. You know, I don't know how many people stop by the chamber office, which is located on Alpine Boulevard, Boulevard in the San Ysidro Medical 
building on the second floor, room... 208. 208. Um, it's a nice office. And uh, we have to give a shout-out to uh, Jillian, um, who works with uh, Lynn. She's a part-time uh, chamber, but uh, Jillian does if you need ads. So, you know, the chamber will put ads together for you and put them on social media. Uh, they put them on the website, and Jillian does all that. She does a great job. Uh, and then she handles she handles all the social media, yeah? She does. She handles yeah. all of the social media, um all the advertising that we do. Yeah. So she's a, a big part of the uh, a big part of the chamber up there. Uh, the two ladies that run the whole thing. Um, so uh, we'll kind of start coming down the hill here a little bit. So fun fact about Lynn Meyer. Oh, I'm a football fanatic. I'm a football junkie. Um, I love wow. love love watching any and all kinds of my football. Um, I'm a fantasy football. Uh, Big fan, big fan. Um, always are in at least two to three leagues a year. Wow. Um, you know, it's kind of an up and hill th- down thing, just like everything else. And <laughs> in one league this year, I came in like uh, nine out of 12, and the other league, I came in second place. So, nice. um, but I always, my friends always know, don't call me and ask me to do something on a Sunday uh-huh. or a Monday night or Thursday night, and sometimes on Saturday too, because I'm watching football. Um, my my team is the Kansas City Chiefs. I've lived in San Diego since I was five, so I was a lifelong Charger fan until they bailed on us. Um, they they said they were going to leave, and then they didn't. So I st- and I stuck with them, and then they ended up leaving. And I felt like a football orphan, which was actually the name of one of my fantasy football teams the following year. But um, and then they had the nerve to. I was a season ticket holder. They had the nerve to send a letter to all season ticket holders and say, hey, we're up now in Carson this year, and here's your season ticket renewal. And uh, they even raised the prices on it. So To go to Carson. To go to Carson. Yeah. Yeah. So um, at the time, I was like, who am I going to choose? And I could never choose the Raiders. It just that wasn't happening, or Denver. Um, and so I chose the Chiefs, and that was prima homes. So they were not fantastic in any way, shape, or form, but – you know, I was used to a lot of losing years with the Chargers, too, so I was okay. But um, So I'm really excited that they're in the Super Bowl this year, and um, hopefully on Monday I'll be coming into the office and cheering and wearing my Chiefs scarf. Mm. I wouldn't count on that. Oh, I would. Mm. Maybe we'll have to make a little friendly wager, mm, Michael. Possibly. Michael is a 49ers fan. Die hard. I'm sorry. Mm-mm. <laughs> then with the good and the bad, right? I hear you. The totally good and you. the bad. I totally hear you. They're yeah. already they're already uh, making excuses and whining, Michael, so that they'll have something to say on Monday morning. <sighs> Whatever. Talking about the, uh, how Kansas City line holds and this and that, and they don't like the field. The field they're on they at UNLV, like the UNLV is field. no good. It's, well, all, it's all strategy. It's all to get in Kansas yeah, City's head. No, they won't, though. They'll be like... The Ravens did that, too. Be like, what the... <laughs> Not the Ravens. Yeah, whatever. the Ravens, no. I um, don't know what they... So anyway, so I'm looking forward to the Super Bowl, and I uh, can't wait for that. And I'll be ready to call Michael and say... I'll I'll, I'll text him and uh, say, I'm sorry you lost. No. Better luck next year. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. We'll see how that goes. All right, moving on. Yeah, okay. So we always have to ask, 
Everybody gets asked the final question. Time. So the final question is why, because of course in Blossom Valley detailing, details matter to us, but that's in a detailing sense. So we always have to throw that out. So the final question we ask is in life, in job, in whatever, why do details matter to you? Details like car details? No, any kind of details. Any details. No, why do details just... Uh Details. Okay. Everybody thinks it's car. It's not. Because it's, because yeah. Well, it is. Yeah. It is not a. It is not a detailer. Uh, car detailing, automotive, nothing. Everybody thinks this is an automotive podcast when it is not. It's not. It it's can, so much bigger than it, that. It can be, but mm, it provides so much more information. Well, we for talk, all of your listeners. We talk about anything for the yeah. three people that are listening and pay sleeping on his bed. <laughs> Okay, so why are details important? I to look at you. it to me. Mm-hmm. So my perspective is whatever I am doing, I need to know how what I am doing fits into the big picture. So I ask a lot of questions, and that drives some people crazy, but it's in the details that, that I understand my role, and, and whether it's as the chamber CEO whether it's as um, a football fan, whether it's as a parent with something new coming up for their kid, um, the more details I get, the more understanding I have as to what that is and then my role, how my role impacts the bigger picture. Um, I think we can't just live in a bubble of, well, this is me and this is what I'm going to do and it doesn't matter how it impacts anybody else. Everything we do impacts at least one other person. Um, And that's where I hope a lot of our young folks learn because a lot of them have that entitlement um, approach. And it's interesting because I, I have... My youngest son, he started getting that entitlement thing and he was definitely not raised that way. And I asked him, I said, what makes you think that you're entitled to all this. And he's like, well, society tells me I am. Mm. So as society, we kind of have to change that and break that paradigm so that everyone understands what they do impacts other people positively or negatively. And I choose to do my best to make a positive change for folks. And that's why details matter to Lynn Meyer. Yes. Nice. Can I say one more thing? You can say whatever you want. Okay, so there's I, no time I, limit. And I was not asked to do this, but I'm going to do this anyway. Um, so I bring my car to Blossom Valley Detailing. The first time I brought it, I I kind of had you know medium expectations. I'm very particular on my car. I want I, it's it never has trash in the trash can at the end of the day. Even even when my kids were young, they knew at the end of the day that trash can gets emptied. Um, I feel like when my car is organized and when my house is organized, I'm more organized and I'm less stressed. So I brought my vehicle here and I was absolutely amazed at the work they do. I have brought it back a number of times already and I have decided I will never take my vehicle anywhere else. Um, Michael and his two employees are fantastic. They, They walk you around your vehicle afterwards to make sure that you are completely happy with the service. I've also had the window tinting. They did an amazing job on that. Um, shout out to Melissa on that. Um, if Melissa. you, if you are looking for a place 
that will do an amazing job call Boston Valley Detailing. Thank you, Lynn. A non-paid advertisement. Yes, definitely not something that Michael asked me to do, but I want you all to know what a great, great job they do. And there you have it. And remember... Our one and only sponsor for the Michael Zurich podcast, or I need to say show. Sorry, my marketing consultant said I'm not to use the word podcast anymore. It's the Michael Zurich show because that's what the new cool kids say. So the Michael Zurich show is sponsored by our one and only sponsor, Blossom Valley Detailing LLC, right here in the heart of Blossom Valley, halfway between El Cajon and Alpine. We are here for full service detailing. And remember, we are now offering window film, um, and Melissa does an outstanding job on that. So 760-814-1040, www.blossomvalleydetailing.com. Hit us up on the socials at Blossom Valley Detail and leave a remark, leave some pictures. Don't leave mean things, leave nice things. And you know what? I'll talk to you next time. And this has been the Michael Zurich Podcast. Thanks for listening to the Michael Zurich Podcast. Make sure to subscribe, follow us on Instagram, and tune in next time.